Hey there, I'm Andrew Kuman, the host of Things I Said Out Loud, a podcast that celebrates words. You can check out my newsletter, Things I Wrote Down, where I share original content, articles, and stories. These thoughts from my head and heart land right in your email inbox when you subscribe at substack.com. I love asking people what they're reading, what books they love and why, and have lists all over the place of what to read next. So I thought that in addition to the film recommendations we release each week through Unveil, I would share an ongoing list of books that I've read and highly recommend through these short book pods. What's a book pod? I'm glad you asked. It's a short podcast episode about a book. Today, I want to highlight G.K. Chesterton's Orthodoxy. I probably should have put this in the first book pod episode since it's a lifetime top pick for me. It is peak G.K., I highly recommend this book and plan to read it for the rest of my life. Recently, I was answering questions on a panel at work, and each of us participants was asked who we would sit down with if we could meet anyone in history, besides Jesus, of course. And G.K. Chesterton was the first person who came to my mind. Most people in the room said, who? And that caused me to shed a silent tear because to not know this thinker and writer is to be missing a great mind. So if I'm introducing you to him for the first time, I'm thrilled. If you read my newsletter, you would have maybe read on this weekend that I wanted to highlight a book if you're seeking some solace for the soul. And that's what I'm doing with Orthodoxy. You will find it in this book, That Solace. When the world asks, why the apple? Chesterton asks, why the garden? This author finds a way in every chapter to ask a deeper question behind the deep questions of the age and does so with profound insight, humor, and with so much energy. He leans into every line because he loves language, and yet even as he tells his own story, there's a shyness or an evasiveness to turn the lens completely to himself. Partly, that's a nod to the time in which he wrote, when the idea of social media, selfies, and self-disclosure at the level we have today would be unthinkable. But it's also a rhetorical move that works and underscores the conclusion of his last chapter, which really will take your breath away. Worth the read just for that moment. When I first read the book, it quickly rocketed to the top of my best books reading list, and Chesterton, for me, became an intellectual hero. It's a book that challenges the reader to live a life of joy, dignity, and to do it honestly without being one of the cruel, thin Christians he was so terrified of as a young man. The book is humorous and intellectually stimulating, It's an account of Chesterton's journey to set out and discover the world, only to realize once he planted his flag in the soil that he had discovered what he had already, what had already been discovered, the Orthodox Christian faith. A follow-up to his book Heretics, in which he picked apart the beliefs of um, of critics like George Bernard Shaw, H.G. Wells, Rudyard Kipling, and other contemporaries. Orthodoxy is his attempt to defend his own beliefs when his peers, who he joyfully criticized, challenged him to make an argument for his own worldview after he picked theirs apart. And that's something else that is wonderful about the book. He wrote it as a way to pick up that metaphorical gauntlet, to take up a challenge thrown down by the intellectual giants of his day. He does so with such humor and generosity and in the most self-deprecating way. The sentences are expansive, it's easy to get lost in the language, but he always brings the reader back to reality, even if the reality to which he speaks is the garden of his earliest days, the world of fairy tales and elves, or the riddle of a paradox. 
He tells his story by telling great stories. It's so endlessly quotable. I've earmarked, noted, underlined, and transcribed portions from almost every page. I'm holding the book in my hand right now, and I've just got sticky notes all over the place. A favorite quote from the book for me is this. Poetry is sane because it floats easily in an infinite sea. Reason seeks to cross the infinite sea and so make it finite. The result is mental exhaustion. The poet only has to get his head into the heavens. It is the logician who seeks to get the heavens into his head. And it is his head that splits. You can't go wrong with orthodoxy. It's a book I return to often. If I ever need a boost or for my soul to be coaxed back to health, it's a go-to place for me. Who knows? Maybe it's the surprise and unexpected summer beach read that you need. If you check out my Substack, make sure you also visit Unveil's newsletter where you can geek out with my brothers Matthew and Daniel Kuman and I as we share our filmmaking journey and our new adventure as we grow our streaming service, Unveil TV. I hope you can go and read a great book today and get lost in some words. Thanks for listening.